I want to talk to you about Good Ranchers. If you are looking for really good food, good meat, good chicken, uh, and good seafood, get it from America in the first place. I didn't know this, but you'll see the little flags on meat. Have you ever seen that on the little trays? And it'll have a little flag. It's a product of USA. Yeah. That's, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't? it doesn't mean. Wait, you're you're saying, telling me I can't trust little flags and food? <laughs> you cannot trust it. What? Here, here's the thing. Ranchers are really getting screwed right now. And this is part of the whole thing with, you know, uh, ESG. Do you know over in the Netherlands? Where was it exactly? They are now teaching in school kids to eat bugs. Not kidding. Support our ranchers, please. Get your 100% American meat delivered to the door right now during Good Ranchers' October Feast Festival. Uh, they have two pounds of Wagyu beef and two and a half pounds of their better-than-organic chicken free with any purchase of their bundle boxes. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Glenn. GoodRanchers.com slash Glenn. Do it today. Sick, twisted freak, welcome. It is Friday. News on the election. Herschel Walker. And so much more in 60 seconds. All right. It's coming up. Don't we have some? You pointed and she hit it. That's what happened. You oh, pointed. Okay. You were doing number one and doing... you pointed and it, you hit it. And oh, now you're right. That's why. This is the I'm Radio sorry, Hall of Fame. He, instead of just going with it and starting stop, the commercial. Stop, stop, stop. Stop uh, the music. Stop the music. Can we eject stop him? The is there an ejector seat in the Radio no, Hall of I'm Fame? No, I'm in. You can't. You cannot I... impeach me. You cannot impeach me. If we have a, maybe we can get a riot started around the Radio Hall of Fame that burns to the ground stop, so they can forget you're in it. It's Friday, and it's coming up in 60 seconds. Thank you. Now, wow. That was great. <laughs> Gerald wrote it. Just stations, edit this. Yeah, that's okay. okay. Just edit this part out. Uh, Gerald wrote in about his wife's experience with Relief Factor. It's Friday. I, I can't tell you how little I care. Uh, Gerald wrote in and said, I brought Relief Factor for my wife, and what a transformation it has made. She went from complaining of different pains and stiffness from arthritis to feeling great and being able to do things she hadn't been able to do in years. I'm telling you, happy wife, happy life. Oh, Gerald. Oh, don't we know it. Don't we know it. God built men. It gave us a gift of not really caring about whatever, honey. Now, they they have this weird system bug in them. It's a glitch in their system that they actually do care, and they want our opinion. Why don't you ever care about that? Because I just want you to be happy. That's all I want. Just want to be happy. 
happy. Anyway, uh, Gerald found the secret is Relief Factor. It's helping his wife could help you get your life back with relieffactor.com. 800-4-RELIEF, 1-800. It is amazing that this show is in the Radio Hall of Fame. And, and like one of the leading broadcasts in America now. That's incredible. It used to mean something. You've seen where the standards have gone in this country. Oh my gosh, we are toast as a nation. ReliefFactor.com, ReliefFactor.com or 800-4-RELIEF. All right. All right. So Herschel Walker's joining us in a few minutes, and I just, I just wanted to... I just wanted to play this uh, clip. Uh, He was in an interview with NBC News. He was asked, um, you know, anything Biden does that you support? You are going to have to work with President Biden and Democrats in order to get anything done. That's right. So let me ask you, can you name one thing that President Biden has done that you support? One thing that he's done that I support. Mm -hmm. (sighs) He eat a lot of ice cream. (laughs) <laughs> Herschel joins us in just a few minutes now things are starting to look pretty darn good um things are looking really good in the latest polls and there's there's little things like nearly 80 percent of voters oppose transgender procedures on minors 80 80 I, I mean, let's be honest about that number it's way too low it is. I mean, it's, the, the numbers should be, and probably throughout all of human history, has been 100%. Yep. So 80% seems good. But it's but not. It, it's not. It's just, again, <laughs> our standards yes. are so low. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there's a 50% uh, gap for Biden on parents. Mm. He's 50 points in the hole with parents. Well, do you need that demographic though? Just parents. <laughs> Just parents. I mean, come of on. all colors. You need no. them all. <laughs> I mean, parents again. You don't need every little yeah, subgroup. Yeah, and they're so. I mean, okay, leave it to Beaver. Who's got parents anymore? And they can replace the parents with the, uh, you know, the Q and the I and the A. Yeah. In LGBTQIA two plus. I mean, he probably has 80 percent of the two spirits. Oh my god! And you, gosh. you don't even talk about yeah, that. I don't even talk about. That. No, you're that has been a group that has been overlooked for too long. Very much. And I am glad they're looking at those two spirit people. Do you if I were to ask you right now? Yeah. If the, you're on a quiz show. Yes. The the dramatic music starts playing. Yes. A million dollars on the million board. Million dollars. Define what a two spirit is. Could you do it? <laughs> Glenn Beck, uh, $45 million on the line. Two spirits. You can either it keep it or you can donate it to your favorite charity. Yes, it's, here's what it is, Bob. Uh, <laughs> it is someone who has the spirit of an ancestor, if you're indigenous, and the spirit of a wolf. No! <laughs> you win nothing! <laughs> what is a two-spirit? A two-spirit is a person who identifies as having both a masculine and feminine spirit. What the hell is... Wait a minute. That's... That's... Uh, uh, that's not bi. What's the new word for bi? Uh... I don't know! <laughs> You've lost! Congratulations! You know what? 
We should not play this game no. in real life. No, <laughs> no, no, no I don't not. mean because you're laughing like, no, 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 because we'll be in trouble. No, I'm saying we shouldn't <laughs> play this game in real life. Who cares if we're in trouble? No, This care. is a made-up language. They are using it to destroy us. And I'm beginning to think it's intentional, Stu. No. Yes. When did you stumble on that? Well, listen to this. Bill Gates has just come out and he said, you know, the Russian invasion of Ukraine is going to be good in the long run because it'll help us move to green energy faster. Now, I'm just saying he's also a guy who is for some would call it birth control. Some would call it a one-child policy. Some would call it just getting rid of the excess people. (laughs) Um, And all of these things seem to be going that direction. Mm. I'm going to give you a hint on something we're going to talk about, I think, on Monday or Tuesday. We found an old document, and you might have heard it, but we stumbled on it again because we Googled two words. And these two words are starting to pop up, and we didn't we didn't know what we would find. We just Googled these two words, and something popped up, and we're like, whoa, wait a minute. And it's two words that are being used right now by the left all the time. We stumbled into a document from 1969 that pretty much explains... Everything they're doing in our schools and abortion and everything else. Mm. So we're going to give that to you on Monday. Excited? Yeah. Yeah. We found the T4 program that's happening here in America. You know, that's where they were gassing people before they came up with the gas chamber. It's great. No, that's not it. But it's just as exciting as that. Mm. Okay. That sounds exciting. Yeah, no, actually I'm I'm kind of in a flippant mood today because and I don't put any stock in this, but a man's got to live. I'm kind of excited because of all the polls and the way things are looking. Yeah, you know, you got to have some excitement here. Uh, there the the or at narrative least a little hope. The narrative has died. Oh. It's passed away. We've lost it. Uh, wait, it's getting sick. Uh, oh, no, it's, it's on dead. the edge. It's dead. Uh, this is Where's the body? Oh, we incinerated it. Oh, I mean, uh, we're thinking about incinerating that. Mm. The narrative, TM, it mm. was, of course, one of these things that we've been told for months yeah. that the Democrats were going to overturn the normal, re- the normal midterm election. This is going to be different this time because yeah. of all the ext- extreme policies yeah. of the right. And we are going to see a Democratic um, uh, win, at least in the Senate for sure, and maybe even the House too. Who knows? So I'm thinking November 9th. That's the day after. It's the 8th is the election, right? Yes. Yeah, November 9th. Do you remember the movie Red Dawn? Yeah. I'm kind of thinking it's a little like that, except except the Soviets aren't invasing, invading. The Americans are invading the Marxists. You know what I mean? Just saying, hmm. Red Dawn, look for it. Wait, so Red Dawn meaning Red State Dawn? Yes. Yeah, okay. right, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, sorry, it took me a minute. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it looks really, you know, really good. Monmouth University poll released yesterday. Latest to suggest the 2022 election is moving in the GOP's direction. 
It shows Republicans with a four-point lead on the question of uh, the um, which American, which uh, which party Americans want to mm-hmm. run Congress. It's called the generic ballot question. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, it, four points doesn't sound like a lot, but this is typically a number that holds a lead for Democrats. It's usually a few points on the Democratic side in a normal static election. Yeah. So when when Republicans lead this by a point. Usually it's a solid win for Republicans. When they get to three and four points, usually you're getting wave elections in that sort of uh, climate. Uh, other high-profile media polls test the generic ballot as well. 538's average shows Republicans ahead now for the first time since early August. Then The lead is narrow. But we're seeing now some really weird polling on some of these races that you would never expect to be competitive. But say that's weird in a good way. I... Like Stranger like, Things is stranger, but in a good way. Right. It's like if a supermodel hits on you, that's weird. That's weird. Right. But it's a supermodel. But it's a great right. weird. It's Correct. One, it's one of the best weirds. Got it. Right. Got it. So that's kind of what we're seeing. Right. If Caitlyn Jenner hits on me, that too is weird, but not so good. Right. Different right. kind of weird. Yes. Different weird. Yes. So uh, let me give you a couple examples of this. Uh, first of all. Uh, in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Now, Gretchen Whitmer was supposed to win this race by double digits, maybe Yavol. high single digits yeah. if, if things don't go well, yeah, right? Sure. And and I, I, I'm being honest with you here. When I see polls that I think to myself, that's too good to be true, I usually dismiss, dismiss them. them because I, I don't think we should have nice things. Yeah. We can't have nice things. <laughs> well, the kids have broken everything. The kids have broken so everything. They they've can't. broken everything. America, this is why we don't have nice things. <laughs> right. Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, latest poll out from Michigan has right. Gretchen Whitmer only up two points in this race. Now, you, we talked to uh, Steve Dace on the election coverage last week on yeah. your program. Uh-huh. And Steve was super optimistic about oh my gosh. what we might. He's very, very optimistic. I, I wanted to marry him. Right. <laughs> uh, and, but he, this is the one state he said he didn't think he was not optimistic about was Michigan. This is the one state he's like, they just don't have their, their stuff together up there right. and they're not going to be able to pull it off. Now we have a two-point race. How about the governor of uh, Minnesota? Now, governor of Minnesota, where this is clearly going to go to the Democrats' way. Latest poll. A tie in Minnesota. Kathy Hochul in New freaking York. New York. You remember this state, Glenn? We're now seeing multiple polls between two and five points where Kathy Hochul is only up by just a little bit. Okay, so um, remember the conversation we had on your show. Yeah. <laughs> we got too many we, shows we around too many here. shows, and we talked to uh, each other too but, often. But remember, we were talking on your show, and you said, how do you feel about it? And I said... Well, here's how I would feel 10 years ago. Like in normal circumstances. Right. Yeah. But now that America has gone insane, right. yeah. you know, you're like, pedophilia, wait a minute. Yesterday, pedophilia was wrong. You're okay with it today? Now I can't predict. Right. <laughs> I can't predict. It gets, it gets harder. Got it. But if I go back to 10 years ago when I felt America had some sense, I told you I felt it was like Reagan Mondale. Which was just a sweep for for uh, the Republicans. I mean, it was wow, forty nine to one, right? Yeah, forty nine yeah. to one. Mm-hmm. I there is a chance. There is a chance that that could be this again. Well, remember in New Jersey, we had this election. Uh, was it last year? 
I'm trying to remember now. All the years are running together. Mm. Uh, where the all of a sudden, Phil Murphy, who was the governor there, almost lost to the Republican. Mm-hmm. And there's always been this thing that happens in New Jersey in particular. I notice it every election cycle where there's always a poll that shows up and it's like, wow, Republicans are kind of in the game here. And then Republicans get all excited and they lose by 12. Yeah, That's the typical yeah. thing that happens in New Jersey. Well, it didn't end that way. He barely lost. The Republican barely lost in that race. And we're seeing now multiple polls that are signifying close races in places like New York, in places like Michigan, in places uh, like Minnesota, where you would not expect them. Yeah. And um, in Connecticut, there's a poll out. I know. In Connecticut, which is not, this is not supposed to happen, in case you're wondering, where, um, here it is. Bloomingdale's or whatever his name is. Bloomingdale's, yes. Richard Blumenthal (laughs) is up by only five points in Connecticut. In Connecticut. Now, this doesn't mean necessarily that Richard Blumenthal is going to lose. But what it does indicate is a climate that is rapidly shifting against Democrats and toward Republicans. And I have to tell you, Blumenthal is wholly unlikely, uh, un- unlikable. Oh, I mean, there is nothing likable about that guy. <laughs> but many of the voters in Connecticut are also wholly unlikable. Right. I, I grew up so, there. I know. Yeah, so, I was one of them for yeah, a long time. I mean, Very there's unlikable. a lot of them that you're like, wow, I don't like you. A lot of people didn't like me. And <laughs> right. I was there for a long time. So I understand you are right on this. Right. So I have on the ground research mm-hmm. on this particular one. Uh, Ned Lamont, the terrible governor of Connecticut, also only up single digits, only by seven points. These are the type of things that point to a real wave for Republicans. If they can, if they can keep these types of races close, what's going to happen in a purple district? This is not a Connecticut is not a purple state. No, this is a state where if you're a Democrat and you're able to wake up, you win. And as Fetterman's showing, (laughs) even if you don't, you may very well win. By the way, uh, one thing I've been complaining about on Fetterman quickly is that we still have not seen one single solitary poll that shows Oz ahead. We did, however, yesterday get one where they are tied for the first time. Right. So this race is closed from 21 to zero. Right. Amazing. Uh, there's also something out that is a little disturbing. Uh, the rumor now that his wife would finish his term if he can't, if he can't compete. She's an outright communist. I mean, that's not. I mean, he kind of is, too. But well, she, are you yeah, saying? but. Mm-hmm. She's kind of the leader of the it's kind of like Barack Obama is the moderate one with Michelle Obama right in the room. Right, you know, right. It's kind of like that. Ah. All right. Back in just a second. Imagine if somebody had the audacity to tell you that you should spend some time working on yourself before you try to go out and fix all the world's problems. <laughs> Imagine that that who could possibly. Well, Jordan Peterson did that. But oh, that's who Jordan Peterson. He's got a new book out. Well, he doesn't have a new book out. He has a book out with the Tuttle Twins. It is the Tuttle Twins 12 Rules Boot Camp. You can get this book free right now. And it tells your kids, it teaches them why all these things that you're like, clean your room, set up straight, don't tell a lie, don't compare yourself to others. Why all those things are true in a way they can understand. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Go get this book free today. You just pay, I think it's 99 cents for the shipping, something like that. Um, today is the last day, so get it now. Tuttle Twins and the 12 Rules Boot Camp. While supplies last, today is it. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. 
you have any more good news? Before you get to the good news, do we have the violin or the sad piano or anything, Sarah? Because this is a very, very sad story. (sighs) Moping around the White House, the president is telling everyone who will listen. The media just doesn't get him. My gosh, there, there's been a fundamental disbelief, particularly among the D.C. East Coast press corps, what, that tactics wrong, and that I, my ability to do the things that I said I would do are, are not happening. There are reams and reams of headlines and tweets from reporters declaring that my agenda is dead, and, but, it, but they just don't get me. They just don't get me. Oh. So I'm, I'm sad for him. I'm really sad for him. You know who also said this? Who was mentally impaired? Uh, Woodrow Wilson. Yeah, he had the stroke, and then he became like Fetterman and couldn't do anything. Uh, kind of like Biden, really. Um, except there's no stroke. He's just uh, lost his mind. Um, he said, uh, you know, they don't understand. The people just don't understand. He was the first guy to go, hey, we should have everything run by elites, kind of like we're doing now. And they don't understand. The people just have to be educated. We just have to keep telling them what's right. Yeah, yeah. And then he went on a big tour, very unpopular tour, where he was like, another thing I want to say here, you just don't understand me. Didn't work well. Didn't work well. <laughs> I'm surprised. It seems yeah. to work well these days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a president who uh, basically copies that speech mm-hmm. and uh, the Senate mm-hmm. candidate. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's so bizarre. You have Fetterman, who's a candidate that it, obviously he can't communicate. Mm-hmm. With this, this much we know. Uh, he would be a terrible senator if he could communicate. And that's an important part of this. But also a guy who held a black man at gunpoint for running through his neighborhood. A man who uh, vandalized businesses in his own town and was caught on camera doing it. This is a guy who's who lived with his parents until he was almost 50 years old and his claim to fame is uh, being the mayor of a town of 1,700 people. This is what the Democrats are putting up and we're supposed to accept. It's pretty You pathetic. forgot the fact of his fashion sense. It might be that he just is so pulled together as uh, a human being. Okay. He doesn't look like a guy who lived in mom and dad's basement until 50. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. Imagine, can you imagine living in your parents' house till you're 50 years old? What a loser. Um, anyway, imagine your car is just broken down on the side of the road. You're facing the grim reality that you're going to be on the hook for several thousand dollars now just to get it fixed. Um, you know, if you can fix it, you know, um, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? How much is it going to cost? How are you going to pay for it? There is um, when your warranty runs out, you need car health insurance. And it works exactly the same way. I mean, if you're going to you'll pay for the sniffles. Uh, if your car has the sniffles, but if your car has mechanical cancer, you got it. This is to help you so you don't lose track of your whole life financially. Car Shield will have your back when your car breaks down, all the way from the rental car and all of that stuff. You don't have to worry about paying and then being reimb- uh, uh, reimbursed. Car Shield takes care of it start to finish. 
carshield.com slash Beck, carshield.com slash Beck, 800-391-8888, 800-391-8888. All the best election coverage here on blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Herschel Walker is coming up next. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We are uh, thrilled to uh, welcome the next senator from the great state of Georgia, Heisman Trophy winner, Herschel Walker. Hello, Herschel. How are you, sir? Hello there, sir. How are you doing? <clears throat> Very good. <clears throat> I'm glad to see that you are um, you're holding it together. We had a real concerns, uh, Herschel, Stu and I. We talked about it. You are a good guy, nice guy. You had your issues in the past, but you dealt with them and you were forthcoming. But to be in your position, we knew they were coming after you with everything and anything they could think of. And they have. <clears throat> and you have held up remarkably well under this uh, pressure. I, I don't know of I don't think I've. Can you think of another person that is not political at all that got in and was able to withstand the storm that he's stood well you know to be honest with you i can't think of anyone that's ever done it but i can say this is you know i believe in the lord jesus and i told you when i got in this race this is much bigger than Herschel walker yeah i know see that right now that they would do and say anything for this seat the seat is so important to them that if they have to destroy me, they're going to try it. But they they don't realize that I told them I have the Lord Jesus on my side and I'm going to fight through it. And I fought through it. And right now they're nervous. They're scared to death right now. So they're going to come back with something else. But I think after that debate, he saw then that he was that wolf in sheep clothing that I've called him out on. And I'm going to go after him even more and let him know that he's been a terrible senator for Georgia. He's a terrible senator, senator for the United States. His voting record has been terrible, the same as Biden's voting record has been terrible, what he's done to this country, and I'm going to keep fighting. Um, Herschel, I, I Googled you this morning um, and just put the uh, – Herschel Walker clicked on news. You know, they can change elections. We know this. Google can change elections by just changing the order of stories. Listen to the way Google is trying to come after you. First story. Herschel Walker calls his mental illness cured. Experts say not so simple. Um, uh, Daily Beast um, tuning out the news. Prank calls Herschel Walker. I wanted to report a crime. Uh, CNN opinion. The real Herschel Walker problem. Uh, Newsweek. There are two preachers. Herschel Walker is no choice for the faithful. Uh, another one from the Daily Beast that isn't good. Um, you've got one. That is from Fox News. That is decent. Then The Guardian, bad. Again, MSNBC. There is nothing except one story at the bottom of the page from Fox News. That's okay. Why do they hate you so much? Why are they so afraid of you? Well, they're afraid of me because I'm a black man that I have my own thoughts. I have my own thoughts, and they're afraid that if I... Uh, let everyone know that, you know, you can have your own thoughts, that they can't just rude me. They're not going to just have, uh, they're going to just tell me what to do. Uh, and I think that's the reason they're so afraid of me and that I will speak my mind, that I will go to Washington and fight for what every person that went to Washington was supposed to do. 
So they're scared to death of me, and I told them no weapon formed against me will prosper. They have continued to write all those things, but right now, Senator Warnock is either behind me or we're tied, and he's spent almost $60 million That's already. Crazy. Which means it's maybe time for him to go. What are people saying on the ground? Have you talked to people that did vote for Herschel Walker that are yeah. or voted for Biden and have seen the light? Well, you know, what people are saying is that, you know, they're, they're, they're so glad that I've stayed above all the trash, all the family stuff and all this. They want to know about what I'm going to do for them, because right now this economy is bad. You know, uh, they and you know, and one thing about it is Raphael Warnock got a pass. He got a pass that he has not dealt with. My pass has been very transparent. He's got a pass that he hadn't dealt with, and I, I wouldn't bring it up because I, I said it's not about what he's done in his family life. It's what he's done as a senator. As a senator, he voted to put men and women sports, which we disagree with that. He voted against 18,000 border agents. He voted against that. He voted for all this inflation that we have. You know, he voted to have the, the, the for you to pay other people college debt. That's what he wanted to do. So I want to get him out of there because of him as a senator, he's not done a good job. I tell you, I saw the I, I saw the uh, debate between the two of you, and I I thought you did phenomenally well. Um, but uh, you you brought something up that was in the news, and you're quit back to him. I didn't write the story; it was hysterical, um, but. His church and that he's running, his uh, outreach and uh, kind of shelter in a way. I mean, you can rent from the church and live in these apartments. Somebody was behind in rent by twenty eight dollars and they evicted them. Yes, I mean, that's yeah, yeah. really remarkable. And, you know, he, he gives you Bible verses when he get when he get caught in something. But he, he didn't realize that I know the Bible as well. So I had to say, hey, Senator, instead of you giving me these Bible verses, why don't you read a little bit more of that verse? Because that verse does not say that you're supposed to evict people that are uh, that are hurting. You're not supposed to evict them from their home when you're yet had doubled your salary. Your income has doubled since you got to Washington. Your income doubled, and you're evicting people at $28, $30. And I offered to pay, and, he, uh, and, and, and I hate to say that, he bared false witness up on stage, pretending he knew nothing about it. He pretended. He pretended I did it, like I, and I just found out about it that day. He pretended I did it, and then he brought Dr. King's name in it. And I said, "Being a leader, take responsibility, but then you fix it." And right now, you see in Washington, nobody want to take responsibility. So, how are we ever going to get this fixed? And my question I ask is, they've done this in less than two years, and I want everyone to know if they've done this in less than two years. Think about if we give a senator six more years, what is he going to do to us? Mm. If we get Six more years, what he's going to do to us. We need to stop this right now. So I encourage everyone in Georgia to vote for me, anyone in Texas to vote for someone that believes in America, believes in this Constitution, believes in the Republican Party, because I don't care what color you are. Right now, they don't want a black or brown person in the Republican Party because they know then more are going to come over because they're going to start seeing the light that the Democratic Party just want to continue to hold you down want to continue to think that the government is going to give you something. But no, give me an opportunity. That's all I ask. Give me an opportunity, and I will get it for myself. We're talking to Herschel Walker. Uh, Herschel, during the debate, I was actually impressed they asked this question, because they almost never do, which was, uh, asked Raphael Warnock, do you have any limitations on abortion? Is there any moment before, right before birth that you would, 
you would limit abortion. He completely avoided the question. Do we have any idea? Has he ever stated anything clear on this? Is there any limitation on abortion in the mind of Raphael Warnock? Well, no, it's not. He believes in abortion all the way up to nine months. He believes that if a baby survived in abortion, he would deny that baby medical care. Wow. That is a minister that has. Now, and I said this. Thou shall not kill. That's one of his Ten Commandments. So I ask anyone out there that's thinking about voting for him, if he cannot keep the ultimate oath to our almighty God, do you think he's going to keep it for you? Do you think he's going to keep it for you? Because I, I, I said, it is amazing to me that he's been out there saying all this stuff. And, you know, he even said, America need to apologize for it, whiteness. But yet he's uh, not saying, do you ever think of redemption? Do you think of forgiveness? That's in your Bible. And it's written in your Bible as well, a house divided shall not shall not stand. And these are this is a minister. He should be out preaching togetherness, preaching bringing people together, taking the baton of Martin Luther King, running with it. I, I have to tell you, I think that was the biggest thing I, I walked away uh, from. Here is a guy who's a football player running for an office um, that, you know, everybody said there was no way he could win. Uh, and he's going up against a preacher who is in office. And this preacher looked like almost like an atheist compared to you. I mean, it wasn't hard. Just the questions you were asking him and the way he was answering. No preacher would ever answer questions like that all the way up to birth. And, and see, I don't think people really care that much when it comes to the economy or the abortion issue i think people are picking the economy and what's happening to our children um that's you know abortion is important but what's happening in our schools and what's happening with our uh with our um, uh, money and our jobs is taking a priority but people are against abortion i the majority vast majority of americans are against this extremist view of i can kill a baby on its birthday or if they are born alive and I tried to kill it, I'm just going to let it just I'm going to put it in a closet and let it scream until it dies. Nobody yeah. is for that. These right. guys he, are. He's a preacher. I said, why are you not baptizing that baby? Do you believe in baptism? Since you don't believe in resurrection, do you believe in baptism? Do you believe in forgiveness? Do you believe in anything? And you know, and not that I'm questioning him as a preacher, but if you're going to bring Bible verses up, when you get caught with something, you read the whole scripture. Don't just read half of it. Take what you like out of it. That's not what you do. And I and I just and and I, and I never had a doubt. And I hope you guys believe in me. I oh, never had a doubt that I would beat him in a debate. I never had a doubt. I said because he didn't know who he had, and I think he underestimated me, which he has done very a lot in this as being a senator well i will i I will tell you 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 were pretty brilliant in saying look i'm just a country boy he's he talks for a living i don't i you know i probably i just want to with you know just hold my own there because you lowered expectations uh and when you started i mean i i haven't seen people um that don't do this for a living pivot as well as you do and and even asking the even asked the question on nbc the other day you know what tell me what biden has done that's good well he likes ice cream uh 
brilliant answers. <laughs> really, really good answers. Well, you know, I, I asked anyone else to tell me what he's done that's good. You know, the first thing he did when he got as president, he got rid of the uh, the Keystone Pipeline. Yeah, that was our energy, which now put us in a in an international uh, crisis. Yeah, you know, not just as gas and oil, but also food. You know, he, he put us in a a, a, a very serious crisis by doing that and i don't think people realize that national security you think about national security he just put us in herschel i uh i'm i'm so happy that you're doing well i'm proud uh, of you as a friend and uh i am excited for you giving the democrats the heisman uh throughout your term as senator should you win Thank you very much. How can people help and get involved in your campaign? Well, you know, early voters started here in Georgia on Monday, and I want people, they can go to teamherscher.com, and if you want to contribute to the campaign, or if you know people in Georgia that you get, tell them to vote for Herschel, or can do it or not, or volunteer, because we're going to win this seat for the great state of Georgia, but we're also going to win it for America. I think this seat is very very, very uh, important. And I think people can see it, how they would say and do anything to keep power. But they keep power from me. They're going to have to work hard. And I'm willing to work. And I just want people to go to teamherschel.com, find out where I'm going to be speaking, and tell your friends to come out and listen. And and just know that I will fight for Georgia and I'll fight for everyone in America because I believe in this country. I believe in the the people. And everyone in America is my family. And I'm going to fight for my family. God bless you, Herschel. Thank you so much. We have you in our prayers. God bless. God bless. You bet. Herschel Walker, Team Herschel, is the web address. All right. Housing market has begun to calm down a little bit, as long as inflation doesn't ruin things. In fact, you're going to start seeing the price of houses coming down. They haven't yet, but they are starting to come down, and uh, that's going to make a good buying or uh, selling First time buyers, first time home buyers, you're about to be able to get your home and afford it. If you are buying or selling a house because you want to or because you have to, you need the best real estate agent out there. We can help you with that. We can find the one who will align with you, will listen to you has a great track record in the area of getting the best deals getting for the buying and the selling. So if you're buying a house, you know, across the street and you have to sell the other one, or if you're moving across the country, we can help you wherever you are. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is my company. We make sure that they have the same kind of values that you do. These are you honestly, you will become friends, most likely, with some of these people. They're great. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Back Program. There's a, a man named James Gordon Meek. You need to remember that name. This is either a case of horrible journalism uh, from the Rolling Stone magazine, which talked about how he disappeared after he was taken away by some agency in, in black vans in April. This is a journalist for ABC. Nobody seems to care about it. He's missing. 
what happened to him. It's uh, it's a pretty dark story or it's bad journalism. But we have to know which one, because this if they are taking journalists off the street and disappearing them, we're China. We're China. You, I was reading your tweet thread on this. Yeah. Uh, ask some interesting questions. Can I? Read yeah, from? go ahead. Uh, where are all of his friends in journalism? Hmm. If this story from Rolling Stone is true, is there no one? Why is there no one standing up asking what happened to him? The raid happened in April. Does no one at ABC care? He hasn't been seen since. F the raid. Who cares about the raid? The raid. Uh, the FBI raids all kinds of people, innocent or not, nowadays. But where is he? What happened? When did we become Saudi Arabia? This isn't the story of the week. It's the story of the year. ABC News should be too ashamed to continue. I'd like to know what the mood in the newsroom is, knowing full well that you could be disappeared and your journalism employer would act like nothing happened. You go on to ask, you know, maybe it's sloppy journalism from Rolling Rolling Stone and we should not put that past them, but... Why hasn't anyone else tried to follow up on this? Yeah. Where are the answers on the story? This, now, this story has been out for, what, about 40 hours and still nothing. Mm, no weird. response from anyone. What is going on? Where is James Gordon Meek? It's important. It's the First Amendment. The Glenn Beck Program.